Hello, and welcome to the Breaking Into Business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy you were here today to talk about the things we had to break out of in order to break into the success, the tech companies, the accomplishments, ideas, and innovation in general that we want for ourselves in this life. Thank you for being here with me today. So I'm in a different location. I'm actually in Salt Lake visiting my family for Thanksgiving. And with it being Thanksgiving week, I have been thinking a lot about gratitude, as I'm sure many of us are. And so today I want to talk about five mistakes that I've made in business that I'm now grateful I have made. And this is difficult. Well, it's something that would have been really difficult for me to come up with before because I used to put a ton of negative emphasis on mistakes and tell myself that if I made a mistake, then all was done for, no good things would happen for me, everybody would see that I was an imposter, and I just did everything in my power to avoid failures and mistakes in the past. And obviously, I don't want to fail, I don't want to make mistakes, but now my vision and opinion of mistakes has changed to the point that now I feel like it's only a bad thing for me to make a mistake or to fail if I don't learn from the experience. So if I mess up, but I'm able to identify, okay, this is what I did wrong, this is what I need to do to receive a better outcome later, and I learn from the data, well then it was, it was the school of hard knocks. It was an opportunity for me to learn in a way that I needed to learn so that I would internalize the information and be able to do better next time. And that's what I feel this list kind of embodies is mistakes that I made that I was able to learn from so that I could do better moving forward. Obviously, I'm still not perfect at being a CEO or a business owner or tech co-founder yet, but I work every day to do better than I did the day before. And these are all lessons that I'm grateful I was able to learn from. So let's start with the first mistake I'm grateful that I made, which is opening my first business, having absolutely no idea how to run a thriving, sustainable, profitable business. Now I talk about this a lot in this episode up here uh, where that I will link in the episode notes as well for those of you who are watching the non-YouTube version. But I, I thought that because I was good at the services I was gonna be providing, that that's all I needed in order to be a successful business owner. But I learned within the first four months of opening the doors of my spa that it doesn't matter how good you are at a service, it doesn't matter how much incredible customer service you have to offer, if people do not know you exist, they cannot and will not book with you. And so I spent time spinning my wheels wondering why aren't my books filled? Why don't I have clients you know, knocking down my door to get in to do you know, experience these services? Well, it was because I wasn't marketing myself. I wasn't increasing my visibility both online and in my community. I wasn't leveraging relationships that I had. I wasn't networking and looking for collaborative opportunities. I literally just sat in my spa suite and was just like, why aren't people here? And that's not how it works running a business. You have to put yourself out there. You have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone. So that was a massive mistake that I made, but now I'm so grateful I made that mistake because it taught me a, 
a lesson of what a lot of people experience when they do open their doors. So now as a consultant inside of my company Spostrong, I can relate to what my clients are going through. I can relate to the mistakes that they've made. I can relate to the fact that they're nervous to get out of their comfort zone or that they don't know how to get out of their comfort zone or they don't wanna be obnoxious and draw too much attention to themselves. I can help them understand through my experience why they need to get over this fear, how they can get over this fear and how they can start actually growing their business because I learned how to turn things around through the mistake that I made. So that's mistake number one. Really, really grateful for that now. Mistake number two was not hiring when I was ready to grow. And this is something that I talk about in this episode up here, but I basically was finally at a point where I had turned things around in my business. It was growing, it was doing well. I had the opportunity to start hiring and I chickened out because I was afraid that what I had built was uh, only temporary, that it didn't have staying powder power, that one day the rug was gonna get pulled out from underneath me, it was all gonna come tumbling down, and I wasn't gonna be able to afford to pay for a team. But I held myself back. I was at a point where I could have continued to grow to where when I did end up getting in my car accident in 2017 that caused me to close my doors, I never would have had to close my doors because I would have had a team of completely trained, qualified people to be able to sustain my business even without me being present while I was healing from my injuries. But I didn't do that. I, I didn't hire and so I didn't have anybody to help carry my business and therefore I closed my doors. And at the time it was really devastating to close down and then it was also extremely devastating when I realized later on that if I had just taken the chance when I was ready to start growing and hired people, I could have avoided closing my doors. Now I'm grateful now that I didn't hire because it, this is all part of what led me to opening Spa Strong and opening, starting Skimit and you know, doing the things that I'm doing now that I absolutely love, that I think are much better suited for me than just having my spas. But I also was able to gain this insight that I can now use when talking to my clients. And when I have clients who are in a position where their gut tells them, and you know, hey, it's time, like let's start growing, start looking at hiring, but their, their fear is telling them, oh no, you shouldn't do it, you're not ready. Now I have some personal context that I can use to just share some insight with my clients to help, help them make more educated decisions. And that's been really beneficial, my experience in not hiring when I could have has helped encourage a lot of my clients to take the leap to hire and to start growing their businesses. And it has worked out really, really well for them. So I'm grateful that I made that mistake and that I have since been able to learn from it. All right, mistake number three is failing, completely failing at our first online course launch. Now I had taught courses before, I'd created courses, both lash extension courses, makeup courses, um, airbrush courses, I mean a bunch of stuff before when I was teaching and I had my spas and everything. And in-person courses were, they're, they're a whole different animal 
from selling and launching online courses. So I had done a great job with my in-person courses because I had built up a network of people within my community as an educator, uh, as a student, so on and so forth. But then when I switched to an online platform and Royal and I were growing Spa Strong, we, we didn't really think about the need to market a course or a new service or a new product prior to actually dropping it. We thought that we could just be like Beyonce, just show up and like, oh, by the way, I'm dropping this album and have it you know, fly to the top of the charts. No, people didn't know about us, first of all, and they didn't know about this course and they didn't know why they needed it and how it would solve a problem for them. So we spent tons of time creating this incredible three-part series for this online course and we literally sold two enrollments and we were like what the fuck (laughs) like how did this happen well we've since learned that it we weren't doing a good job of selling a solution to a problem the courses were information not transformation which people i mean information is nice but most people are going to be motivated to spend their money on something that will be transformative for them not just informative but then we also learned since then the need to have a really strong launch, the need to really market whatever it is that you're trying to sell and put yourself out there and help your audience see why they personally would benefit from what it is that you're offering. So since then, we have been able to do some really, really successful launches, five-figure launches that have been fantastic for us. And we've been able to help our clients do similar things as well but we wouldn't have known how to do things better for ourselves or how to coach our clients to do things better than we did if we hadn't have had this epic failure of a course launch before. So I'm really grateful that we made that mistake, that we were able to learn it quickly, course correct, and since then our course launches have been really, really successful and fantastic. Okay, mistake number four is relying too heavily on any one strategic partnership. So as we started growing Spa Strong, we became really involved in influencer partnerships and collaborative partnerships and things like that, which I think it is really important to get to know people inside of your industry or in complementary industries where you're providing a solution that their audience could benefit from and vice versa. And so you want to meet people that you can collaborate with. You want to form collaborative partnerships, but you want to make sure that you're not just putting all of your eggs in one basket and that you're doing the things you need to do to protect yourself. So having each party sign NDAs, if that's applicable, or partnership agreements or influencer trading agreements, whatever it may be, so that if for some reason things don't work out the way you expected or one person doesn't hold up their side of the bargain, that you have clarity in what the agreement originally was. But also relationships change. I mean, you you may start out in a collaborative partnership that you think initially, oh, I'm super aligned with this person and their brand and their company and their offer. And so this is going to be a great partnership. But then you learn as you work together that maybe it isn't a, a really great fit. 
But if you've put all of your eggs and focus on that basket, you may feel tied to them. You may feel desperate um, and thus feel like you can't part ways with somebody, even if they don't have the kind of energy that is beneficial to you or your brand or your audience. And so it's really important for you to make relationships with a lot of different kinds of people and to be open to the idea that that relationship could change later on. So if they start doing a partnership with another brand that's similar to yours, it's not personal, it's business. If you decide that, that you actually aren't in alignment with them and you don't want to continue doing partnerships with them, it's not personal, it's business. But it's going to be a lot easier to navigate that if you have the proper contracts and agreements in place and if you are not allowing yourself to get overly close or overly loyal or overly invested in any one partnership. Just be smart, protect yourself, um, make decisions that aren't going to tie you into anything that you may not want to uh, commit to long-term, and do your research before you start working with people. Learn from other people's experiences of working with any one particular brand or influencer. If people haven't, if you're consistently hearing that it was a difficult time collaborating with that individual or that entity, then you're probably not going to be the exception to the rule. If other people have had a difficult time, you're probably gonna have a difficult time. So just be wise with who you choose to partner with, be wise with the time you choose to dedicate to collaborations, and you don't need to commit to anything unless you truly feel that it's gonna benefit you and that you are protected in the arrangement that is made. And then the fifth mistake that I'm grateful I have made is hiring people simply because I liked them versus because they were actually right for the position. Now, I do think it's important to have people on your team who are culturally aligned with your company, to have people that are going to work well with the other people on your team. But if you're hiring somebody simply because you got along really well in the interview and they were easy to talk to and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the kind of person that I could see myself having drinks with on the weekend and like, I bet we would get along really well may not be the best reason to hire. Make sure that the people you're hiring are actually qualified, that they are people who will be able to do the work well, and that there it's somebody that you're gonna be able to communicate to them in an effective way. And remember that, yes, we can have a positive relationship and eventually it could turn into a genuine friendship, but first and foremost, you are the employer and they are the employee. So it needs to be somebody that you can have boundaries with, that you can feel confident giving direction to them, that you're not gonna feel like, oh, well, we've been having such a good time at work and now I need to tell her that she keeps running late and I just feel like, ugh, I don't wanna have to be the boss person now. No, you you are the boss person. And that's why you've hired them, right? Because you, you're the boss person and you need help growing your company and so you're paying them to do tasks 
for you as their boss. So I definitely have made this mistake of hiring people because I thought they were really cool or really awesome or I liked talking to them and then realizing that they actually weren't great workers or they weren't as professional as I wanted them to be or because we hit it off really well, I gave them the impression that they didn't need to be as professional as I'd actually like them to be. And I've had to learn how to become a much better employer. And I feel like I have made a lot of progress from that. I don't know, you could talk to my team, I guess, and see if they agree. But I do feel, in looking at hindsight, that I have grown from this. But one of the things I have needed to do is to catch myself during the interview process and say, all right, am I drawn to this person because they're cool? Or am I drawn to this person because they're actually right for the position? So these are my five mistakes that I have become grateful I've made because they have helped me to become a better business owner, a better CEO, a better employer. They were tough mistakes to make in the moment, but I am grateful that I was able to kind of go through those valleys, so to speak, and figure out how I can learn from those experiences, how I can improve, how I can set myself, my partner, my team, my clients up for greater success. So as you've been listening to this, what mistakes have you made that you're grateful for? And if there aren't any, then maybe is there something that you can figure out that you can learn from those mistakes? Is there something that you can go back and evaluate and see how perhaps those mistakes have helped you to grow? But I would love to hear your thoughts on this. If there are mistakes that you've made that you're like, wow, yeah, I really learned from that experience. I want to hear about it. Or if you've listened to this and you're like, Melissa, all those mistakes that you mentioned are terrible and I don't I totally disagree that they've helped you become a better person. I mean, I'm, I'm open to hearing that opinion as well, but leave me a comment or send me a DM on Instagram at Melissa Ellis. Again, it is Melissa without the apostrophe. So that is at M-L-I-S-A-E-L-L-I-S. Thank you for being here with me on this special day before Thanksgiving gratitude focused episode. And I will see you tomorrow on Thanksgiving for the next episode.